Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, Nick Wright, our good buddy from Fox Sports. First things first, he has his top 50 NBA players of the last 50 years, and Michael Jordan is number three on that list. He hasn't revealed who's one and two, but I'm assuming we could do the math that it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James, maybe not in that order. Yes, Pauline? Is he going to semantics this by saying the greatest basketball player of the past year? Like not NBA player. Is it basketball player or NBA player? It says Is, top NBA players. So you're not including their college career. No. That's interesting then. Because I could see you, Kareem's college career is probably better than Michael Jordan's, correct? Yeah, Kareem, if I go high school, college, and the NBA. Right, I thought maybe that's what he was going with. Nobody that. touches that. By the way, one of my idols growing up, Pete Maravich, uh, posthumously had a statue unveiled outside the arena at LSU. And it's a good-looking statue. Here's the problem I have with it. Now, first of all, it looks gorgeous. And the, the statue is him throwing a pass behind his back. Has the floppy socks there. He's got his Chuck Taylors, the uh, low-cut Chuck Taylors on. Pete didn't have long hair in college. 
It's a little too long considering he had short hair. His dad was his coach at LSU. I'm nitpicking here. It, it, it looks gorgeous, but it looks more NBA-like Pete Maravich than college because he had you know shorter haircut when he played for his father. Had the long hair once he got into the NBA. But gorgeous statue. I'm nitpicking, but then, well, that's what I do. Yes, Eden. The long hair looks better, though, on the statue. I do like the look with Pete. Yeah. Now, I didn't want to have short hair. I had long hair. And part of it was because Pete Maravich had long hair. He just looked a hell of a lot better with long hair than I did. Yes, Paul. I did a deep dive on Pete Maravich's hair at LSU. Yeah. It was quite short as a freshman, but when I have some pictures as a senior, it's getting kind of floppy. Okay. And a little uh, unkempt. Okay. No offense. All right. So I think they're, they're in the wheelhouse. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that they honored him. I'm surprised it took this long. I'm not big on statues. It, it just I'm, it, it feels dangerous when you go, we got a statue. And then something happens and we go, we got to take down the statue. Uh, I, I just, you know, you can commemorate somebody, put their jersey in the rafter. That's good. You want to name the arena or the floor after him? Fine with that. Statues get tricky. I mean, Michael Jordan, great statue. Uh, outside uh, the uh, old Chicago uh, stadium there. Yes, yes, Tom. If you were honored with a statue, would you want that posthumously or to be able to enjoy it you know, for the unveiling? But it is a little creepy that you're still alive and there's a statue of you. Um, I would like it humously, not posthumously. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd want to see it. I think I... Right? There's something about a statue, though. It's like very, like, you know, remembering someone that passed kind of thing to me. Well, I wondered if ESPN is going to honor, you know, let's say uh, Chris Berman, Stuart Scott, Bob Lee. And, and I've said this before to management there, so this is nothing new. They should have named buildings after some of the founding fathers. You know, they did it at Nike. Now, granted, it's tricky, but... If you have the Stuart Scott building, you have Chris Berman building, you have Tom East. Now, Tom and, and Stuart, obviously, no longer with us. But I just thought that, you know, name the newsroom, Bob Lee Newsroom. I don't know. Just these are the founding fathers there, certainly with uh, Bob and Tom and Chris. And I thought, you know, maybe they do something like that. Uh, maybe you do sort of a walk of fame there. You know, like you have in Hollywood, maybe you have something that's, uh, you know, in the uh, sidewalk there leading into ESPN. I don't know. I just throw it out there. And I am not, you know, bringing this up to have my name put there or a statue there at all. No, I, yeah, exactly. That's what I wanted ESPN. <laughs> Couldn't care less. But honoring those, absolutely. Fine with that. Yes. Eden. What about on the Milford Green? Uh, Milford, Connecticut, where we do the show. What if you had a statue there? No. No? No. No statue. If you're going to have a statue in one place, would it be Bristol or Milford? Um, well, I don't want it at ESPN. I got, I'm, I'm fine with that. Kings Island. Where I grew up? Yeah. Mm, my hometown? The Pleasure Inn. How about that? Yeah, but I, I only went there when I was young. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go there when I got older. I only went there with my dad. Sit there at the bar, have yeah. my Fanta orange. I would love to have a statue at uh, Lagoda's Saloon in South Amboy. Heck yeah. <laughs> I put in some time in that place. Yeah, Mark. I'm already looking for a statue in East Hartford, Connecticut. Look right on the town green. Mm. It's just me afraid to shoot a uh, basketball. Mm. Pass the ball, Marvin. First thing you're going to look at, though, is 
Oh, never mind. The hands. Okay, <laughs> never mind. The, this, the guy, the sculptor, will do the hands last because he just wants to whip through it at the end. He's like, oh, the hands? Oh, uh, yeah. knock this out in a day and a half. Well, you won't have to use that much bronze for that. You know, you're just like, wow. we got a little left over here, like a little hands there. Yes, Todd? What would a Milford statue look like? Would you have your headphones on and like a beer in one hand and a wing in the other hand? How would you uh, ask them to create you? You just ask and answer, and then you ask again. Well, I'm, I'm saying that would be one suggestion on my part, but I'm interested to know if you could. We're not doing them. any statue. But there, what would it look like? I don't, I, I don't even care. I don't want a statue. wouldn't even think about it. Didn't you just win like some Milford sportscaster? I of the did. Year award I was or the top broadcaster in Milford. <laughs> so it Connecticut. could happen. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Bear in the lead. Eat that. Hey. Second best broadcaster in Milford. My wife told me. She goes, "Oh, hey, by the way, you you were named the best broadcaster in Milford, Connecticut." Let's go. And I went, "Oh, I feel bad for whoever finished in second place because I mean, I got a little bit of an advantage here." So that poor guy or woman, whoever, is like, uh, did I win? Um, no. It's not a very big pond for them to be swimming in. Yeah. <laughs> this seems like something you could win 20 or 30 years in a row in Milford. It's like best billionaire in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. There's only one and guy. the winner get... is Warren Buffett. Yeah. Yes, Todd. But there is a Milford person that came in second that's very upset, and he put in something about we're kind of on the Devon border, so maybe you're the Devon sportscaster it's, of the year. It's, Devon. It's Devon. 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 Yeah. Would have been a good joke. Um, Devon. Yeah. Devon White. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Tom. I know you're trying to salvage it for me. I appreciate it. Mm. Uh, yes, Paul. There's some good uh, statues out there. The Harry Carey statue outside Wrigley is pretty good. Yeah. People like to throw hats on it and put beers on it and things like that. So it's yeah. pretty cool. University of Oklahoma has this walkway area outside the stadium where all the Heisman winners are, and the statues are big and they're really good looking. I've, I've been there once, and not since they put the Baker Mayfield statue, but the Oklahoma did it right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not interested in a statue. But but if ESPN ever did that, it would be great if they named buildings after you know Stewart and and Chris and Bob, and if you name the newsroom after Bob Lee. You know, get Tommy's in there. Just remember these these are the guys that were there every single day. You know, when you think back with Chris Berman and Bob Lee and Tommy's, they were doing it when it wasn't cool. Nobody knew. They were, they were working out of trailers back then. But, you know, Bob stayed through everything, and Chris is still there contributing. You know, Tommy lost his life. Uh, what Stewart meant to the place, it'd be great. Love it. I'd go back if they were honoring those people, but uh, trust me, I couldn't care less about a, a statue of me what what if they play statue of the day statue of the day and that's how they bring you in and they unveil it with statue of the day to acknowledge all your post accomplishments outside of the four letters i thought there was something there why i apologize like why? statue of the day i thought there was something there that's not <laughs> i apologize i thought that you would have that's the chuckled. first time you've ever apologized i should be apologizing like 15 times a day for the things i say but comedians, statue of the comedians day, don't apologize if Chris Rockison would have said that, we'd all be laughing. No, Since I, I would, said Oh, it. my God. Yeah, he's got a statue today. Statue today. And I would have gone, <laughs> whatever. I think it was clever. Stat hyphen UE of the day, but that's fine. <laughs> Stat hyphen UE is better. That's funny. Stat hyphen UE. Goes to the newsletter. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start putting everything you do in the newsletter. <laughs> You're better off. That's a yeah. good idea. Yes, Seton. 
So now we've just got one from Jeremy Noble here on the Twitter. Yes. This raises the question, what building or room would ESPN name after Dan? And his options are the bathroom, the dressing room, the janitorial closet, in the, or the parking garage slash parking lot. Bathroom is out because I know who that's getting named after. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody else. I, I, uh, you know, there's a basketball court outside, so maybe you could do that out there. You can name the basketball court. I don't want any remembrance there. I, I had enough. Mission accomplished because we walked in there a couple <laughs> of years ago and there weren't a lot of pictures on that big wall. Well, no, they did They did have the um, catchphrase wall. Yes. And they were quick to point out, hey, look, in Fuego. Still selling in Fuego t-shirts. Yeah, and I went, uh, great. Uh, and, and then I, you know, I realized when I left that ESPN owned everything that I said. Intellectual property, if you want to call it intellectual, but it was property there. And they're like, um, we own that. Wait, you own in Fuego? Yes, you said it here. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) (sighs) Good times, great oldies. Congrats, DP. Thank you, Marv. Thank you. Milford's best. Mm -hmm. He did second place. Some kid at Jonathan Law High School. Yeah. That's what you get. Some local guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, was it sports broadcaster or just broadcaster? It might have been broadcaster. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's every the lead. Come on, you crossed over. Yeah. You've crossed over. There were four people in that category. He did local weather, yeah. man. There was only one in the sports category. <laughs> now, we're going to the dinner, right? We're all... We're, oh, yeah, big big ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Firing up the jet again? Yeah. Or? yeah. yeah. We may get everybody, and we got to fly. No, no, it's local. That's, oh, right. that's right. Local. Yeah. Get dressed up, bring in our group there, and uh, I think they already gave out the award, and my wife goes, are you going to go, um, you know, receive it? And I go, No. Accepting on behalf of Dan yes. Patrick yeah. is Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler, the operator, and his dog, Winnie. Yes. And Dan's dog, Winnie, yeah. but with Tyler. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My wife said, do you want me to accept it on your behalf? And I said, if you can, hon, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, PJ in Atlanta. Hi, PJ. Hey, five uh, eleven. Uh, uh, I'm fat. Buck eighty one. <laughs> anyway, so here's so here's the deal. So when Seat was talking about cheesesteaks, cheesesteaks are like the Adrian Dantley Mark Aguirre trade of sandwiches. Nobody cares. So here's my top five, and tell me if I'm wrong. I got BLT at my point guard. I got PBJs running power or shooting guard. Tuna melts. The great wow. Chick-fil-A sandwich, and then roast beef and Swiss with horseradish. Oh. Tell me I'm wrong. Right. This man has the audacity to uh, denigrate cheesesteaks but throws in a tuna melt? What? Mm. Yes, I Pete. hate Mark Aguirre, so I have to throw that in every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mark Aguirre stinks. Adrian Danley had more points and was a better player. <laughs> so. Let it go, PJ. <laughs> Uh, didn't Mark Aguirre <laughs> win a title with the Pistons? Yeah, I thought that was like the defining trade yeah. that helped them get over the hump. Yes. Maybe, what did Mark Aguirre do to him? Maybe he hates the Pistons. I don't know. BLT is grossly underappreciated. I will though. say that, that DePaul team was one of the oh. the greatest underachieving teams of all time. You had Aguirre and you had Terry Cummings. They were, Ray Meyer was the head coach. Yes. Mark. On the same team? Yeah. 
No, nah, I did not know that. Yeah. I knew they both went there, but not at the same time. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Yeah, DePaul basketball in the late seventies, early eighties. They came in a couple times to the tournament as a one seed. Yeah, and they lost to St. Joe's because they missed some free throws, and they lost one time out. I think they played at Pauley Pavilion, and Mark Aguirre walked back to the hotel in no, full uniform. I was Dayton. That was Dayton when it, they lost to St. Joe's uh, opening round. And yeah, and he walked back to the hotel. In he full, grabbed the ball out of the net. I think if you check this, John Smith, a guy with St. Joe's, made a layup at the buzzer. Ball goes through the net. From what I'm told, Mark McGuire grabbed the ball and walked with the ball, full uniform, back to the hotel, yeah. the Marriott Hotel. There's like a picture of him on the side of the road in full DePaul uniform. <laughs> yeah. There was a great point guard at DePaul named Skip Dillard, and he missed yeah. the one and one It was traumatic in Chicago back then. Check and see if Cummings and Aguirre played at the same time. For some reason, I thought they did. They, they overlapped. I think Terry Cummings was a freshman when Mark Aguirre was a junior. And didn't they have a, another guard, Bradshaw? Clyde Bradshaw, Clyde Bradshaw. Skip Dillard. Yeah. Raymond McCoy. That was a good team. Yep. Yeah, but I think they lost to St. Joe's, and it was a guy named John Smith who scored a layup yep. at the buzzer. Oh. All right, let's take a break. I don't know what we accomplished. But we blew through 15 minutes there. And then we'll uh, update our poll results. Uh, Nick Wright set to join us. We'll talk to the Notre Dame head coach, Marcus Freeman. He'll join us coming up uh, in about an hour from now. Yes, Paul? Just because I know we probably won't get back to that 80s DePaul team topic too many times. Yep. Uh, 1981, St. Joseph's versus DePaul. Uh, Skip Dillard, Teddy Grubbs, Clyde Bradshaw, Mark Aguirre, and Terry Cummings, and Mm. Bernard Randolph was Mm. the starting lineup. Do we have the guy from St. Joe's who scored the layup? Correct. John Smith. Yeah. He had 12 points. Bloop, bloop. John Smith. Yeah. Smitty. Yeah. Who'd you get beat by? John Smith. No, really. No, John Smith. Scored at the buzzer. All right, we'll take a break. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. So easy. You know, a lot of times when you go, what am I wearing today? I don't know what I'm wearing today. I don't have to worry about that with Link Soul. I have a closet here, and I go in and go, hmm, what do I want to wear today? Oh, that looks good. That'll pick up the blue in my eyes. Oh, I could wear the uh, the AC Boardwalker short. No, Todd usually wears the shorts. That's there. my got claim to that. But they also have the chinos, the the entire AC collection. The Boardwalker AC collection keeps you cool wherever you go. Cool in more ways than one. You're going to look cool, but you'll feel good because they have the AC technology. That This is a technical fabric specifically designed to be moisture wicking and quick drying using laser technology to add precision cut perforations. So you got maximum airflow. And uh, it's you know featured in the Boardwalker AC short, the Saturday workout short, or the classic Chino. Something for everybody. The entire summer collection. Linksoul.com. L-I-N-K-S-O-U-L.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. How did we get on the topic of DePaul basketball with Mark Aguirre and Terry Cummings? Sandwiches. Oh, a guy who he was comparing Mark Aguirre to a sandwich? Yeah, off of the uh, cheesesteak possible poll question we had earlier in the first hour. Okay. Yeah. And then Adrian Dantley made it into the conversation. Yeah, Paul. Back in the day, DePaul basketball, was, that was the main thing in Chicago before Jordan joined the Bulls. The Bulls averaged 6,000 fans a game the year before Jordan joined the team. They were a non-factor in that city. 
He is Nick Wright, our good buddy from First Things First on Fox Sports, co-host of uh, that show on Fox Sports 1. He's got his top 50 players of the last 50 years. And I mentioned, as a tease telling you that Nick was going to join us, that Michael Jordan is third on the list. So one and two have yet to be revealed, but it's either LeBron Kareem or Kareem LeBron. So explain your rationale here, Nick, with your top 50 players. Okay, my listen. I want to. Be, I don't want to do a LeBron Jordan thing because we've done that before. You know, I, it's, it's been a topic on the TV show a couple times. I more <laughs> want to talk about Kareem and the idea that Kareem deserves to be in this conversation. If in any, if we were to say, okay, take the guys who are candidates for the greatest of all time in, in any sport, and it's like, hey, one guy has. As many champions, nobody has more championships than him of the GOAT candidates. He has scored the most points or goals or runs, whatever the sport is, of all the candidates, in fact, of everyone in history, and has the most league MVPs of everyone in history. It would not be controversial to say he should be in the discussion. So if it's a three-person discussion, someone who might be the greatest ever is going to be in third place. That is just the, the definition of it. And so people got mad that I put Jordan there. I Jordan's pinnacle his peak one could argue was higher than anybody else's however the second place on that list might be Shaquille O'Neal so why is Shaquille O'Neal not in the top five top six top seven he didn't do it long enough Kareem has more seasons where he was a top five MVP vote getter than Michael Jordan has seasons he has 15 times the guy was top five MVP Kareem so everyone says Oh, Nick, you you know, you, you take shots at Jordan. Don't you know when Jordan was 38 years old, comes back to the league and averages 22 a game for the Wizards. Kareem at 38 years old won MVP of the NBA Finals. Jordan at 40 years old averaged 20 points per game. Kareem at 40 years old averaged 22 points per game in the NBA Finals. And so I just think his overall NBA life, and we're not, I'm not even including, you know, if we want to go pre-NBA, Michael Jordan was a very good college player, good enough that, you know, people said, I'd rather have Sam Bowie. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went 88-2. and two. And in high school, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went 79-2, and two, and I'm told Michael Jordan got cut from his team. Now, I'm sure it was a very good team he got cut from, but Kareem wasn't getting cut. I just think Kareem has the better basketball life than Michael Jordan. If you're starting your team, yeah. Your NBA team. Yeah. And you can have the first pick. You can have Kareem. You can have Mike, LeBron. Yeah. Is it for one year or do I get them? Their, I mean, it's a, their career. I get their rookie season, their career. I'm then give... Jordan's clearly third. Okay. Clearly third. You would go for, if you get a guy for his whole career and you don't know who the coach is going to be, you don't know who his teammates are going to be, you know that LeBron no matter, coach independent can get a team to the NBA Finals. You know that. So, it, and you know LeBron can work with anyone. So I'd go LeBron one, Kareem two, Jordan three. Now, if you're saying I'm starting a team, but the league only lasts one season and I get a guy at his pinnacle, I think Shaq might be one. Oh. Jordan might be two. Okay. Like if you're, as far as one guy at his absolute apex, I, I think Shaq maybe had the highest but he just didn't stay there long. Also, when you factor in that the general public didn't see the Milwaukee years with Kareem, and, no. and, and he was 
I mean, then he like he missed out on the TV era, and then we got to the TV era, and then it became more about Magic than it did Kareem. So I think people missed. There are a few players you have on the list that people missed because they weren't in the TV era. Dr. Rick J, Barry. Rick Barry. Yeah, there, there's, there's a few players that missed out on that. And that might factor in because we saw everything with Jordan. And I'll tell you where I think Kareem is a victim of his own longevity. He was in the TV era when he was a different player. And I think some people are like, ah, goggles, slow sky hook, you know, Magic's team, as opposed to this. So Jordan and Kareem, oddly enough, both, the year before they were on the Bucks and the Bulls, respectively, those teams won 27 games, both of them. And Oscar wasn't there Kareem's rookie year. Jordan's rookie year, they went from 27 to 38 wins. Kareem's rookie year, they went from 27 to 56 wins. And he was the best player in the league immediately. Didn't win, win league MVP until year two. But, and in year two, it was the year Jordan got hurt and they, he had the good, the good, the good playoff run where they got swept by the Celtics, but he scored the 63. Kareem went 12 and two in the playoffs, won the title, and they won 66 games. It was, it was up to that point. They had a 20 game winning streak. It was up to that point in time, the greatest single season anybody's ever had. And when you really go in, so here's the thing, and I'm going to tell on myself here, because six years ago, I went on when one of my first appearances on FS1, I did my top 20 players ever, and I had Kareem behind Magic. And folks have sent me that. And they're like, Nick, you know, what What the hell? Like, what happened? In the, and the answer is, I hadn't done the research. The answer is, I hadn't, you know, I did, I spent two years on this project because I thought I was going to write a book for it. And I had given Kareem a totally short end of the stick because I thought, I was like, ah, compiling this. I didn't realize that for 12 years to start his career, he was the best player in basketball every single year. Yeah, I still go back to the Milwaukee days. And also, you know, when you think Kareem, you do think Skyhook, but you also think uh, he didn't play in that game seven against the 76ers when Magic played center and had one of the great game sevens of all time. So I think there are things that stand out with Kareem's career that aren't fair to him, but they stand out because that's what people remember. Oh, all-time leading scorer, great Skyhook, unstoppable, wore the goggles, uh, and then so you with have that magic the, thing in 1980, and I don't, I'm not trying to be pedantic here. This is game six, that, okay, that, game and six. they won in six. It was, but it, and listen, magic went 42, 15, and seven. It's one of the greatest games ever. He was a rookie. It's why magic's one of the greatest players ever. Kareem not winning that finals MVP is a crime. Kareem averaged 36 points a game in that series, 36 points a game, annihilating the Sixers. Yeah. And if if they had lost that game six, Kareem would have been back for game seven. They would have won. Like I, the, there are, in my opinion, 1974 when they got to the finals and lost, it was outrageous that he didn't win finals MVP in that loss. But and at that point in time, they did give it. You know, they had just given it to Jerry West in a loss five years prior, so it wouldn't have been crazy to give it to Kareem there. I just, I do now. Here is, and I want your take on this sincerely. The one argument against Kareem's domination in the 70s is how much do you give anyone credit when a good portion of the best players were in a different league? That's a fair argument. Like that that, that the ABA was a legitimate rival league, yep. had a lot of great players. And that to me is a fair counterpoint. I still think Kareem would have kicked everybody's ass even if they were all collected. But that like when you were watching 
in the 70s, and I'm not trying to be, be a smart aleck here, like, did you feel like the best team in the NBA was the best team in basketball? Or some years did you feel like the best team in the ABA was the best team in basketball? Uh, having, having seen the Kentucky Colonels play in person against Dr. J, um, you knew that there was a lot of talent there. And therefore, you couldn't discount it. You couldn't say, well, the NBA has the best players. The ABA had a lot of talent, may not have had one defining team. Spirits of St. Louis had a lot of talent, but they weren't a great team. Uh, you know, Utah, Stars had a, a really good team. So you, you did have that, but I didn't factor that in. I just always thought that Kareem was the best player. I didn't go. And a lot of your guys in the ABA, your good players were forwards. You know, if it was George McGinnis or Dr. J. So you weren't, it wasn't like he was missing out on playing against Zelmo Beatty and, you know, right. uh, big men. He was going against big men because you did have Nate Thurman. Wilt was a defensive guy then. Uh, Walt Bellamy. Like, there were, there were good big men. Bob Lanier. There were good big men back then that he was facing. So I, I didn't factor that in as much as you probably did. No, I just, I, I think that Kareem's lack of self-promotion hurts him. I think Kareem, uh, be, listen, let's be honest here. The, the, it, it is somewhat controversial to be an outspoken black activist in 2022, let alone outspoken black activist turned Muslim in the early 1970s. Yeah. I think that colored, no, no pun intended, some of the coverage of him. He also, from what I understand, was not the easiest guy to deal with in the media. I think that, and so then magic comes around. And is this million dollar smile and effervescent. And I think it was just easy to transfer a lot of magic was not clearly the best player on that Lakers team until it, 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 hands down by 1986. Some would argue by 1984, yeah. but it was it, the, it at one point in time, they had the best player in basketball, Kareem and like the fourth best player in basketball magic, which is why they were so dynamic. And I just think, I think Kareem's story's never been fairly told. That's it. He's Nick Wright, First Things First, co-host on Fox Sports 1. So Jordan's three. Um, you got Kareem and LeBron, or LeBron and Kareem when you reveal that. Um, you got Magic, you got Tim Duncan, Kobe, Larry Bird, Hakeem, Shaq, and Steph Curry rounding out your top ten. I know yep. you love Dr. J. He's 11. Moses Malone, KD, Greek Freak, Isaiah Thomas, Dirk Nowitzki, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, and then uh, okay. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to go one further. Go one further so you can Ooh. roast me. Luka, Who's number 20? Luka, Luka Doncic. <laughs> okay. Can I, can I explain it? Can you list his accomplishments? Yeah. Um, second leading all-time scorer in the NBA playoffs points per game. Uh, one of only two guys along with Michael Jordan to uh, average more than 30 points per game in his NBA playoff career. Uh, three first team. How many games NBAs, has he played? Is, How many games? Oh, well, I don't have that off the top of my head, Dan. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I do know that the series he has played where he's averaged 32, 9, and 8 in his playoff career, um, two of those series were against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and the two the two best wing defenders in basketball, I'm told. The n next series he played in was against the three-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. The next series he played in was against the 64-win Phoenix Suns. And the next series he played in was against the Golden State Warriors, who I'm told have the greatest defender ever, Draymond Green. If you don't believe me, ask him. So he's done all that. He has three-time first-team All-NBA. For the record, Steph Curry only has four. He didn't blush at Steph Curry. Now Steph Curry also has four rings. I understand that. However, 
There is precedent, Daniel. I've never called you Daniel. That's Reggie Miller's bit. Uh, and Reggie Miller, by the way, didn't make the list. Don't tell him. Uh, if it was 75 people, maybe. Um, however, uh, listen, Reggie's the greatest 18-3-3 guy in league history. You, uh, <laughs> you have a problem that he's given too much credit for what he did against the Knicks, right? Yeah, listen, the guy hit, the guy hit a three-pointer with a sprained ankle against the Bulls, and he, and, he, and he absolutely annihilated Spike Lee in those commercials. Uh, oh, my God, the 90s basketball it was so great. So, okay, but on the Luka thing, in the 90s, when the original NBA 50-person list came out, who was the controversial inclusion after four years? Shaquille O'Neal. And you know why they put him on there? Because they were like, this list is going to look dumb yes. in five years' time if he's not on there. So I had to put Luka on there. Now, they didn't rank theirs one through 50. I had to rank mine. I'm like, well, wait, is this going to be 50 years from now that we're looking back on this? Is that what you're saying, that this is once every 50 years that you're doing this? Oh, well, you know, I mean, are you asking, will this become canon? Will this become, you know, an archivable thing? Fritzy, would you book Nick Wright in 50 years from now? Got it. So we can talk about but that? But not 920. No, he can't do 920. Like after 9:30. After 9:30 Eastern. The coffee come out right now. That was a good line, Fritz. Yeah. Well, Fritzy would always go, "Hey, how about Nick Wright for 9:20?" I said he's on TV till 9:30. And he would be very kind because he'd say, "For the 17th time, I can't do it before 9:30." I would have the Greek freak if if I'm using your logic with Luca, the Greek freak to me would be higher. So. When it's all yeah, said and done, he'll have a greater career than Hakeem Olajuwon, who's one of my favorite people ever. He'll have a better career than Larry Bird. He'll have a better career. Not, I don't think Tim Duncan. So I, I do. I, you think he'll be better than Tim? Well, I think he's a. He would be a better player. I don't know if he'd be no, more I decorated. Gonna, I think. I think Giannis is. I think that if Chris Middleton didn't get hurt, the conversation we're having right now is, wait, could Giannis enter the Jordan, LeBron, Kareem pantheon? Like, why couldn't he? He's got the MVPs. He would have two titles. He's like the evolution. So I think I think Giannis is going to finish his career as one of the six greatest players ever. Okay, I do believe that. Yeah. I think he's going to win a bunch more titles. I, I think his disposition is perfect. I think like LeBron in his prime, he seems uninjurable. I watched his knee go sideways. He missed a week. I, I, I thought he I thought he had I thought he tore every ligament. He missed one week and then averaged 35 a game in the finals. He's he's brilliant on the defensive end. I so I think Giannis and I think, yeah, I mean, I think Luca will probably stay at 20. I don't think he's gonna be that much higher. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's gonna win championships. I think statistically he he will be uh I mean he's a, already won championships, Dan. Are you not familiar with Real Madrid? Yeah. Are you not familiar with his work in Euroleague? Are you not familiar with him taking Slovenia to the medal round of the Olympics? Incredible. Are you not familiar? Yes, I'm, I mean listen, I, the guy I'm can familiar. only do what he can do. And he's, he's done that while he's fat. Think uh, about when he gets in shape. Uh Nowitzki's up there. He's high. Yeah. Sixth all time leading scorer. Yeah. I know. You know, you're not a dirt guy. Um, I love Dirk, um, but you yeah. like Barkley more. Well, well, I think Barkley is a better player, but better guest on the show. Better guest on. Uh, you know, Dirk last his last appearance was really good. You know, he talked about his rookie year when they made fun of him and called him a lot of names, and 
who else called? Wasn't there a story with Dirk when he when he joined us that had come out? Somebody had said something about him. Do you remember that? I remember there was another hook to have him on. But I I love Dirk. You know that's the when you think of great. Where do you where do you come down on? And I don't know if we're out of time. So we're about, we're out of time. You, but just tell me quickly, where do you come down on Barkley versus Malone? Carl, not Moses, obviously. I got to give Carl credit for what he did, how he did it, for the length of time that he did it. Um, you know, Charles in Philadelphia and then wanting out of Philadelphia, got to Phoenix. They should have won a title against Jordan. Um, they, there's part of me that looks at Charles the way I do Shaq, that he could have been even, you know, so much greater. Uh, even though it's not fair to say that about Charles at 6'4 or 6'5 power forward, but I do look at him with that talent, and I think he could have been so much better. And I look at Shaq the same way. Like he, he, Shaq could have been the greatest player ever. Yes, he could have been. Yes, He, he could, could have been the greatest player ever, and it's a testament to him that he didn't get everything out of it, and he's still this great. On the other hand, your buddy Reggie Miller got the most out of his very <laughs> limited athletic ability. The most. Uh, having watched – see, I watched all of these guys. Tiny Archibald. Uh, who else? Uh, what do you think of my Moncrief inclusion? That was controversial. Well, I'm sure Jerry West would like it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I have so. Oh gosh, can I? Uh, can I say one more thing before I go? All right. Listen, I'm all for new media. I'm not a gatekeeper. All media is welcome. Yeah. But somebody needs to tell new media that you know what is the oldest form of media, saying, as it happened, the era I played in is the best. And everyone else sucks. Like, uh, Draymond coming, all these guys being like, the previous eras were garbage. It is the same thing as the guys who are on TV now who played in the 90s saying, your era is soft, my era was the best. Like, that's not that's not breaking ground by anyone doing it. And that Jerry, there's only one person alive who's allowed to talk trash to Jerry West, Bill Russell, because he kept kicking his ass. <laughs> Everybody else needs to recognize this guy hit a 60-footer to force final to force overtime in a finals game and average 30 points a game in his nine finals appearances. That guy is awesome. Uh, but he doesn't make your list. It's the last 50 years, Dan. So it's 50 best of the last 50. Wilt's not on there, Russell's not on there, West isn't on there, Oscar's not on there. It's the last it's Kareem's rookie year to now. Okay, but when did West stop playing? Well, in the last 50 years, but he didn't accomplish it. Oh, oh, so you okay, you're so, okay. The okay. oldest guy on the list is Rick Barry. The youngest guy who was too old for the list is Willis Reed. You got McAdoo. I love McAdoo. Uh, not one of the 50 greatest players. You got Walton in there. Nobody's a bigger Walton fan. Bill's not a top 50 player of all time. Didn't have longevity. He had a three-year window where he was awesome. Uh, and, and I'm talking just NBA. And I love Bill. Maybe the... Would have been the greatest big man of all time, the way he played. But I, I got to go. But, you know, we can argue about Bill Walton. Uh, Don't have Jokic on there either. Oh, you, you, well, I know you'll never have Jokic on there. Not never. I made the list, and then he won his second MVP. What do you want <laughs> me to do? I didn't anticipate that happening. Find right. the ointment. See ya. All right, buddy. Take care. Uh, we'll come back. A phone call's coming up. Top of the hour, we'll check in with the Fighting Irish at Notre Dame and their head coach, Marcus Freeman. And we'll check in with the Live Tour. In New Jersey, we got some uh, some news attached to that. Have that for you coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Uh, update the poll results, Seaton. I don't even know what we went with. We got a couple of them going there. Danny. Okay. All uh, right. We have if the Warriors could do only one, they should give Draymond a max extension or move on. 87% of the audience say move on. Yeah, I would too. Now, if you said three years for $90 million, I guess that might be the going rate for Draymond Green. I'd consider that. But, man, I don't want to give him a max. I don't want him around for five years. It's like a three-year window. Steph's going to be 35 this upcoming season. Like, at some point, does Steph become Del Curry? And that's how long we've been doing this. Yes, show. isn't that crazy? Holy smokes. That we started when he was coming into the league. Yeah, we were in the attic. Yes. Crazy. 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 Uh, Tim in Vegas. Hey, Tim, what's on your mind today? Hi, hi, Dan. Hi, Tim. First time caller long. Hi, Dan. First time caller, long time listener. 5'10 and a senior 205. All right. Hey, I just talking about Kareem and what a great player. People forget that in 1966, the NCAA banned the dunk shot because no one could stop Lou Alcindor. And thus, being what a great player he is, he created the skyhook. I'll sit back and listen. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Tim. Also, the freshman team at UCLA, since he wasn't eligible to play on the varsity, beat the defending national champs that happened to be the UCLA Bruins. So that was the varsity team. And Kareem was there. Uh, I think you had Mike Warren, Lucius Allen. You might have had Lynn Shackelford on that team, great left-handed shooter. They were so good that they beat the varsity that had just won the national championship. Uh, Mo in Arizona is back. Hi, Mo. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan. Dan, Dan. Hey, bud. Hey, uh, I get um, this whole uh, Nick Wright thing about the top ten, but I got a question for you guys. Okay, who is your top three most feared players? Not, not the best players. Let's take Kobe and Jordan out the equation. End of the game, top three guys that you don't want the ball. Wait, so I, I, I can't take Jordan or Kobe? No, no, oh. can't take. We're just taking them out the equation because it's not fair because everybody's going to pick them top two. You know? Okay, and, and you have who, Mo? I have Ray. It's no particular order, but I have Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, and Big Shot Bob. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, Mo. Uh, I put Larry Bird in there. I mean, if I can't have Jordan and Kobe, I'll take uh, Larry to start with. Yes, Eaton. Where does Shaq go in there? Uh, Shaq would be – Shaq would scare me. I mean, out of all of those guys – That's definitely somebody you got to yes, prepare for. If you said, all right, one game, this guy, um, Bird, and I can't take Kobe or Mike, then I'm I'm going to take – Bird and Shaq, definitely. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be okay. No matter who you took, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, see. I keep going to big men, too, but Patrick Ewing has a place there, too. Yeah. Love Patrick, but 
Um, so one game, and who would I be afraid of? Uh, wait, Larry Bird. I know I already said uh, but it. We're all screaming Larry Bird. I know I said Larry Bird, <laughs> and I said Shaq. By the way, Charles is way too low on this list. Charles is underrated. Mm. He averaged over 25 five times. Mm. He led the league in rebounds. Yeah. Uh, he did more with less. I don't know. But mm. the NCAA banned the dunk before the 67-68 season. Amongst the reasons publicly given were it's not a skillful shot and it's dangerous to players around the basket. They used uh, examples that players were hurt, I guess, during dunks. Mm. And uh, the media called it the Lou Alcindor rule. And the fact that Coach Wooden helped, and I don't know if Kareem had this in high school. I, I don't remember. I remember seeing him at Power Memorial footage. I never saw him in person. But I don't know if he had, I don't know if he developed that when he got to UCLA. Should actually check on that. Final hour is going to be busy. We'll check in with the Live Tour. It gets underway tomorrow. Charles Bark- Barkley uh, said he was going to make up his mind by tonight if he was going to join the Live Tour. Bubba Watson's going to join it. And uh, we'll talk to the Notre Dame head coach, Marcus Freeman, coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.